is a special edition of the Brianna Morella Show, and it's brought to you by the commies over at the Department of Justice. And it's because, well, they decided to prosecute a journalist. And it's all because they don't like what he's reporting. And because, well, he's reporting the truth. He's not spinning it to fit their narrative. He's actually going through hard evidence and reporting on it. And that journalist is the investigative reporter over at The Blaze, Steve Baker. We've had Steve on this show several times. Steve reached out to me and told me that the Department of Justice had issued a arrest warrant for the rest, and I made sure to be here in Dallas, Texas, for that to show support. And so I was there earlier this morning, ready to go, as Steve was arrested for reporting on everything that took place on January 6th from inside the Capitol. There he is, guys, in a suit and tie, despite the DOJ telling him to wear shorts and sandals because they were going to put him in leg irons. And they did still. But Steve is a man with pride, and he's not going to be embarrassed by them. And so he still dressed his best. And it was an honor to be there with him, but more so depressing. And that was kind of the tone all day. Steve is a great man, somebody who truly does love this country, and somebody who really enjoys reporting honestly and fairly on the things that are going on right now in our country. And so seeing firsthand what happened today made me infuriated. Steve Baker was charged today with four misdemeanor offenses. Four. Four. They're all regular ones that you're seeing right now, J6ers. It's just regarding him being at the Capitol and reporting that day. And if they could charge him with doing legitimate journalism, they would have charged him with that. But instead, they had a cookup some fabricated offenses, and they hit him with it today. He was charged with things like being in a restricted area and that type of nonsense that we see all the time with J6ers. Sadly, Steve is facing, if convicted on all four counts, is facing a minimum of six months in prison, federal prison, or he, if he said it's the max, which we're hoping that does not happen at all, one year in prison. Now, it broke my heart because yesterday before we all, you know, we did this, I sat with Steve and we did a stream on this show and, you know, we got really emotional and really sad because Steve is honest and he's being transparent, but he's also talking about what it's like to be a father and having to look your children in the eyes and tell them dad might go to jail soon. And although his kids are adults, it's still upsetting. Steve is a journalist, and he's a hell of a good one. And he's so good that the Department of Justice is trying to silence him because his reporting has been legitimate. He has called up the Department of Justice and presented us with evidence that shows that the Department of Justice knowingly committed perjury during the Oath Keepers trial when they put two Capitol Police officers on the stand and knew that they were lying. Steve didn't just tell you that they were lying. He went back and showed you all the video footage, and he didn't stop there. He also showed footage of the J6 pipe bomber, you know, the mystery man who still has not been caught and found. Well, he has evidence and more footage that he keeps exposing. And it's not going to stop there. And that's why I want to mention it. It's not going to stop there. He has more evidence of, well, another bombshell story. And so when I sat there in court today and listened to the judge, magistrate judge, talk about Steve and whether they were going to place bail on him. The DOJ declined to do that. They were going to let him free. But the judge asked a very important question. And that question was to the prosecutors, to the Department of Justice, do you guys have a witness list? And ultimately, the reason why he was asking that is because he wants to make sure that Steve, while he's free, 
doesn't reach out to any of the witnesses. And the DOJ said, no, we don't have a witness list. The DOJ has been going after him for over two and a half years now investigating Steve. You don't have a witness list. You don't have a single witness, a single witness. Come on, you're full of it. We know you're full of it, but that's my point. My point is to draw the correlation between his next bombshell story, which is going to drop regardless of if they try to go after him or not, what kind of charges they try to cook up against him, and the fact that they pushed forward this case knowing they don't have all the evidence. They don't have anything against Steve Baker. And so they did that perp walk, and that's that's footage from The Blaze today. And, well, it was just upsetting. Seeing Steve walk into the courtroom today was upsetting. Seeing him walk into the courtroom and having to walk past me as I sit in the audience was upsetting. And the reason why I say it's upsetting is because Steve is somebody who I literally call when I want to know what's the truth that's going on with these J6 trials because he sits in the audience. And so when he called and told me that he was going to be arrested, there was an arrest warrant out for his arrest and he was going to have to turn himself in on Friday, I sure as hell made sure that that seat was filled by another journalist who was going to honestly report on what took place that day in court. I spoke with Steve immediately after he was released, and this is what he had to say. How are you feeling? Because that was a lot to take on. Um, you know, I, I, <laughs> if I'm being honest, I don't feel good right now. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm still processing the humiliation that I just was put through. Yeah. And uh, it's the most humiliated I've ever been in my life. Yeah. And um, and it's for doing something that I believe that I was supposed to be doing yeah. back three years ago on January 6th. And so um, the fact that I'm, you know, <laughs> I was put in leg chains today is something I never dreamed would ever happen to me. And to be honest with you, it's not for things I said. I did. It's for yeah. things I said. Yeah. You know, words that I said before yeah. or after or whatever. Because that's what that's what they're after. They're after to suppress our speech. And uh, uh, I, you know, I, I really don't know how to express myself in the way I want to yet. I'm going to have to process it. It's something I'm going to have to think about for 24 hours, you know. Yeah. And, and then do what I do is write it all down and uh, and then I'll, I'll know what to say and what to uh, uh, what to tell the world you know but this is this is yeah it's, it's been tough what happened today to Steve is bullshit there's no other way to say it it's communist bullshit and it's not just me saying it US marshals when they were doing fingerprints on Steve looked over what he was charged with and said, this is bullshit. Because they know that these charges are cooked up because he is a member of the media. They don't like him. And they literally the most minor allegations that they could slap on him, they they did. And for them, that's the best that they could do. That was their best shot at the Department of Justice. So it's disgusting. Now, when he talks about being humiliated, let me explain to you what happened today to him. When he got there, he had to take off his shoelaces. And he had to take off his tie because they... They do that as protocol because they are afraid that you're going to kill yourself with it. And then they carted him off into an unmarked car. And they also had federal protection officers as well. Several cars were parked outside. 
And so as Steve was taken away at around 7.15 a.m. Central Time today, we just sat there and waited for him. During that wait, he had his fingerprints taken, his mugshot taken, and was forced to sit with people who probably aren't the best of human beings, probably do have violent backgrounds. And that's the man they did that to. But then it got worse. They're also going to take a DNA sample from him, a condition of his release. And he has to report to the parole board, uh, I guess it's a parole, because he's not on parole, but they have to, he has to tell them all of his moves. And as a journalist, you shouldn't have to do that. He freely should be able to go around the country, but he can't. If he has Lisa's county, he has to report it to them so they know where he's going. And again, it's just oversight so they can watch and see what he's up to. So today was a sad, sad day for America because, again, again, he's not the only journalist who's gone to this. Owen Troyer, Stephen Horn, J.D. Rivera. They have all gone through this. They've all come on this show. They have all either gone to prison or have been charged with being journalists on January 6th. The only journalists, in fact, who do not comply with the narrative. They refuse to call an insurrection because, in fact, it wasn't. If you look at the facts, it does not point to that. And so... Steve Baker, another person who is being prosecuted to this day. Now, it wasn't all sad news. When I arrived to see Steve turn himself in, I waited there. It was dark. It was around, I'd say, about 6.20 a.m. Central Time. And some man stepped out of his car, and his name is Dan. And Dan had a sign with him. And Dan said, I'm here because I want to support Steve Baker, and I'm a fan of his work. And, you know, I asked him a couple questions, and, and this is what he had to say about it. So I'm here with Dan right now. Dan came all the way. Where are you from originally, Dan? Originally from Lexington, Massachusetts, but from up, I'm living in Georgetown. Yes, Georgetown. Okay, Texas. perfect. Yeah. And you came to visit because Steve was turning himself in here. Why were you here today? Well, because I could sense yesterday that he was feeling pretty lonely, and I thought that I'd come here and uh, give him some support. Support. I huh. think that he's a hero. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. So, are you you're a fan of his work, right? Very big fan of his work. Perfect, perfect. So, you you know what happened on January sixth with him? He was just there covering it, and yep. now he's being prosecuted yep. by the Biden regime for his work. Right. He's done an incredible job. Just as an American, when you're sitting here watching this, what is your first thoughts? Because these are pretty. Well, I'm nauseous. I'm nauseous to think that the FBI has become a terrorist organization because mm -hmm. that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. They're trying to terrorize him, trying to make him an example for others who don't take the narrative of the people on the left yeah. who, are, who, who orchestrated that fiasco on the 6th mm -hmm. and who are trying to exploit it further. Yeah. And now he's exposing the truth mm -hmm. and now they have to try to discredit him in order to cover their own tracks. Yeah. And that's that's weaponizing the federal government, the enforcement agent, the law enforcement agent of the federal government and it's nauseating. I yeah. get sick that I think when I think my tax dollars are going to that. Yeah, yeah. And okay. just a couple of minutes ago, they just took Steve in. He was very grateful that you that you came here to visit. Obviously, like he appreciates the support. Your sign is completely true. Yeah. It's just it's an upsetting day in America right now. I have it's, to say, it, it's sad. It's yeah. really sad. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have to hit bottom before we can uh, recover and change things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here, Dan. We appreciate oh, it. My pleasure. Thank Dan for showing up today. Uh, it was great to see him. I know Steve greatly appreciated it. But seeing people like that show support to journalists who are being persecuted by our federal government 
gives us hope. And so we're so grateful that we saw him there and we greatly appreciate it. But moving forward, uh, Steve is going to have to appear in the D.C. court, whether it's virtual or in person, on March 14th of this year. So just in a couple of weeks. And uh, we don't know what the hearing is going to be about, but he has to do so. And so we will continue to cover it. We will cover his trial. I will be at his trial when his trial begins. And we will honestly report on it. And we're not going to back down. We're going to support Steve as much as we can. And we will not stop. And I think that's what every American needs to understand. This isn't a time to back down. Your silence isn't buying you immunity. It's only buying you time. Thank you for watching. In a world where technology surrounds us, our exposure to EMR, or electromagnetic radiation, is higher than ever before. With over 400,000 cell towers and antennas in the United States alone, not to mention Wi-Fi that runs 24-7 in our home, cell phones that are carried in our pockets hours on end, and hundreds of 5G satellites in our orbit. Common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation, heart palpitations, insomnia, and so much more. Start protecting yourself now. In Introducing Redemption Shield, your EMF protection products. With over 705 star reviews, Redemption Shield is leading the way in shielding and grounding products. Taking inflammation out of your body with grounding bed mats, grounding bed sheets, hats, scarves, Wi Fi router covers, cell phone bags. Come and see us today at redemptionshield.com and get grounded and shielded. Redemptionshield.com. Use code BREE and save 10%. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. Now's the time to go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use the promo code to save 50% on your my pillow 2.0. Not only that, for a limited time your entire order ships absolutely free. You're sleeping even better and cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. mypillow.com I just finished unpacking my latest MyPillow order, and guys, it is incredible. I just stocked up on the new MyPillow 2.0 line, and let me tell you something. When it's the MyPillow I'm using 2.0, or if it's the Giza bed sheets, I'm sleeping like a baby these days. And it's just not my sleep that's improving. Gia and Giuseppe, their sleep's improving on the MyPillow dog beds. They are loving them. I literally can't get Gia off of it because she's obsessed with it. My best friend, Allie, I gifted her the new MyPillow slippers and she can't take them off her feet these days. She says it feel like she's walking on clouds, especially after working in heels all day long. So if you're interested in improving the quality of life right now, you gotta head over to MyPillow.com. And if you wanna secure up to 66% off, make sure you type in Brianna, that's B-R-E-A-N-N-A. You gotta head there now. They're going to sell out quickly. And you got to get your hands on these new products. <laughs> and we want to thank you for your support. Your viewership is greatly appreciated. And to keep shows like this running, we strongly rely on you, the viewer. And it's because, well, 
I'm not taking money from big pharma. I'm not taking money from the Biden regime to push something on you that I don't uh, believe in. And I don't believe in propaganda either, but you get the point. We do these types of stories because we're able to, because of the viewers. Coming to Dallas is expensive. And so for those of you at home right now, looking to figure out a way to support us, we've got a great way to do so. And we greatly appreciate it if you were to. You can head over to supportbree.com. That's supportbre.com right now. And you could become a donor. Uh, preferably, we love the monthly donors because it, it keeps us going. We know how much to add to our budget and we could bring on more people to the team. But if you would like to do a one-time donation, you can. And the money, you could pick whatever amount you want to donate. There's no, you could do from $5 to 10 to 20. It's truly up to you. So if you want to keep good content like this coming and you want to support us, the best way to support my journalism is by heading over to supportbree.com and making a monthly donation. We greatly appreciate it. And if you enjoyed that segment, make sure you hit that like button. And if you want to see the news before it becomes the news, you have to subscribe to our channel. And well, if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save, make sure you share this content with them. 